Welcome to another edition of The Greater Work, the audio outreach of Christ Worker Ministries. Listen in as experienced employee and minister, Sean Gibson brings biblical insights to help you worship God both in and with your labor. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back, friends, to the Greater Work Podcast. As we're beginning a new series, It's Not You, It's Me. Signs that you may be a toxic Christian in the workplace. I've read articles recently that that would talk about toxic workplaces and then also some of the toxic managers that are in today's work environment. I've read where some have a victim mentality and the authors of some of these articles, they think that you should never be stressed at work or even have a bad day in your workplace activities. Then if you do, it means that you work in a toxic work environment. Now, in like manner, some of these wannabe work-sensitive people think that if your manager, if they mess up or doesn't recognize your hard work, they too are toxic. My friend, as believers, we cannot go along with this oversensitive and frankly disillusioned version of work. As followers of Christ, we have to rise above the tide of this ridiculousness with the power of the Holy Spirit. We are not to mimic the misguided victimhood of those in the workplace. Instead, as it says in Romans 12 too, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, one of the best ways that the Holy Spirit can help us is by having us examine our hearts and motives in light of the word of God. When we do so, it may be that we find that we are toxic, not our workplace or even our workplace leadership. Now, in this series, we will unpack the traits of what being a toxic Christian in the workplace resembles, and then we're going to talk about how the Holy Spirit can help bring about the change that we need to be more Christ-like. Again, this series is not meant to trigger you into shame, but to focus you on helping you to understand that the Spirit is with you right now, making you Christ-like and removing these toxic traits from your life, especially your work life. Let's start identifying some of these key characteristics of a true toxic work environment. First thing, disregard for the company values. Now, when employees stray away from the values that the foundation of the company is based upon, look, this can create a very toxic work atmosphere. You'll sometimes in these places see role ambiguity, which really comes down to uncertainty about job roles and responsibilities. And this can lead to confusion as well as frustration among these team members. Along the same lines, you'll see just a centralized decision-making team, and this is, again, a small group that makes the decisions without considering any employee input. And again, this can breed resentment and, frankly, overall dissatisfaction. One of the other signs of a toxic work environment is that it's a burnout culture. And again, when burnout becomes the norm, it adversely affects employee well-being, mentally, physically, and spiritually, as not just the job satisfaction. Another hallmark of this is avoidance of conflict and there's no resolution. Ignoring and letting conflict to escalate rather than addressing them head on, this can be a poisonous ingredient for workplace relationships. And then lastly, and again, this isn't a complete list, but this is just to give you an idea. Gossip and lack of communication is prevalent. When communication breaks down and employees resort to gossip rather than addressing the issues with the leadership, it's going to foster a negative environment. Now, let's dispel some of the common misconceptions that we have about work expectations. Because again, sometimes we think that work should be one way, and if it's not, then it's toxic. One of those things that is very prevalent now is boss's obligations. It's essential to understand that your boss is not obligated to fulfill all of your desires or even all of your expectations. Your coworkers 
Look, they're not required to be overly nice or agree with all of your viewpoints. Diverse perspectives can enrich a workplace, and that means not everyone will agree with you. Salary realities, listen, that hits home for a lot of us. We all have to make money and pay our bills, but companies are not obligated to pay you more than fair market value. Fair compensation, it's crucial, but exceeding market rates may not always be feasible. And lastly, and this one's really funny for me, vacation entitlement. While a healthy work-life balance is important, the idea of these limitless vacation times, it's not an entitlement. Productivity is key in any work environment, and that is always the expectation. Now, from a Christian standpoint, and this is going to be, again, unique to our faith, let's address the workplace experiences from a a Christian perspective as to what some may label a company as is toxic or a leader is toxic. One of those, working on Sundays. Having to work on Sundays does not necessarily make your place of work toxic. It's essential to find a balance between work commitments and personal beliefs. Another one, evangelizing at work. And again, I know that a lot of you want to be like the Apostle Paul or Billy Graham, but while prayer and evangelism are crucial aspects of our faith, understanding that when you're at work, you are required to focus on your work during work hours. And God, that is really important for all of us to grasp. Colleagues' beliefs also come into play from some of our Christian perspectives on what a toxic work environment can be. Again, having coworkers or managers who don't share our faith does not automatically make that workplace toxic. And this is vital because, again, we win people to Christ with the kindness of God not by arrogance. And again, this last one is really interesting. Religious symbols. If you are not allowed to wear religious symbols, and again, what I mean by that is a cross or a Holy Spirit pin on your lapel, it's crucial to assess whether this is a genuine restriction. As believers, our focus is not to be wearing religious jewelry. Instead, our focus is to be bearing the fruit of the Spirit, loving God with all of our heart, soul, body, and strength, and becoming Christ-like. Not wearing religious jewelry is not keeping you from doing that. Listen to me. I get it. Down in your heart, all these things that seem important to you, it's out of a genuine need to please God while having a good work experience. We all want a job to be stress-free and without trouble, but guess what? That will only happen in heaven, and this is not that place. The Bible says in Romans 12, verse 16, Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but enjoy the company of the lowly, and don't be conceited. If the Bible makes a point to tell us to love in harmony with others, this includes the people that we work with on a daily basis. Again, not just the people that we go to church with. We're also encouraged in Romans 12 verse 3, do not think of yourself more highly than you should, but think of yourself with sober judgment. Years ago, when I was in my early 20s, I worked at a company doing inside telesales. At the first part of the new fiscal year, we were given our new compensation plans, and after reading it, I frankly thought it was horrible. I was so angry about this compensation plan that I literally thought I was now becoming Moses, a Moses figure for that office, and I was going to deliver my coworkers from this horrible compensation plan. In my zeal to do good works as a Christian, I sent an email on, again, I was a young guy in my early 20s, didn't have much common sense then. I sent an email on my company computer through the corporate email server telling all the sales reps not to sign the compensation plan and that we should all collectively demand more money. I thought I had the upper hand and that if I had enough of my coworkers riled up, we would all get paid more. As the scripture says in Isaiah 5 verse 21, woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. My woe moment came when my VP called me into their office and asked me to have a very private discussion. 
I'll spare you all the details, but let's just say that by the end of that conversation, I signed my compensation plan because I wanted to keep my job. Sometimes in our zeal, and again, with very pure motives, we violate a principle found in Proverbs 19, verse 2. Even zeal is no good without knowledge, and he who hurries his footsteps misses the mark. Before we act, blame, or even cause fault, we need to understand the big picture at play. Instead of jumping to conclusions and labeling a place or a group of people as evil or toxic, we need to take a step back and ask God to refine us and to help us view the situation as he does. Sometimes we forget that we live in a fallen world, and as long as we're on this side of heaven, my friend, things will never be perfect in a current work culture. Now, I want to pray with you, but before we pray, let me encourage you to visit our website, christworker.org, for additional tools to help you in your Christ-likeness at work. Now remember, we're listener-supported, and if this ministry has been a blessing to you, please feel free to make a charitable donation as well. Let's pray. Father, this message hits home. It hits home with all of us, especially with the hyperinflated focusing of work culture and, and leadership in these days. It's easy for us to put a label maker on a person or a group of people as toxic. Father, we're in a fallen world. Everyone here needs your son. So we're asking right now, let us receive your grace, your mercy, so that we can distribute it out to those that are the least deserving. We also are least deserving, and I think we forget that. Father, I ask that with all the work environments that are represented with all the listeners and all the leadership that they work with under, give them the grace they need to not only do their job, but to do it unto you, unto your glory. And while doing so, Father, let their work be a blessing to those around them. Let them see the difference and be drawn to the glory of Jesus as a result. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to The Greater Work, a Christ Worker Ministries podcast. The Greater Work is supported by hardworking listeners just like you. To learn more about Christ Worker Ministries and how you can become part of our growing outreach, visit ChristWorker.org.